Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbert and Will East filling in for the vacationing of Rhino today. Super Talk Mississippi. We are kicking off a brand new week, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, Will. Good morning, Gerard. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How was your weekend, sir? Very boring, which is a good thing when you get older. <laughs> Uh, I'm learning that, you know, when you uh, don't do anything over the weekend, you yeah. had a good weekend. Yeah, I got you. Well, it was uh, a bit chilly, shall we say, yes. over the weekend. But it is uh, it is February. It's usually cold this time of year, is it not? Uh, yeah, this is usually, this is around the one-year anniversary almost of our the big freeze that we had uh, in 2021, if you'll remember that. I, I think do. you I think you... Can recall that I do. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the cold weather. Me either. Not not for me either. I'm ready. When is spring? I don't like it when it's 120 degrees outside. <laughs> but at the same time, when it's 28 degrees, when you step out the door to go to work, ugh, that ain't fun. I know. I agree. And well, it gets it gets old. Like the first time, it's really cold. Oh yeah, it's really cold outside. The sixth or seventh day in a row where it's, it's 28 degrees outside, that it gets old really quick. I think the change of pace is fine. I agree with you. But then you get to a point where you just say, uh, be done with this. Let's move forward. Uh, I'm not crazy about it either. I look forward to, uh, to daylight savings time returning. Yes. You can tell already the days are starting to elongate a bit, the uh, availability of sunshine, which is fun when it's 5 o'clock and it's dark. That ain't no fun, in my view. So I think uh, it's right around the corner. Like the second week of March, I believe, this year is when daylight savings time kicks off. Looking forward to that and looking forward to some warmth as well. But nonetheless, so I had uh, a really great time this past Saturday headed up to Hernando, Mississippi, up there in DeSoto County with some friends, and um, uh, it was a an event sponsored by the county seat political action committee, and they had former Donald Trump press secretary Kaylee McEnany speak. And she was absolutely fantastic, got a chance to visit with her a little bit, one-on-one, and uh, for those in attendance, she signed a book, her book, of course, uh, for us, and and then she, I thought, delivered a fantastic set of remarks that uh, was very popular with the those in attendance. 
I'm, I'm going to say 15 tables of eight per table, thereabouts, in attendance. Really cool. A lot of fun. And uh, going to try to get her on the program. Talk to her about that and explained uh, what we did here. And I think she's on board. So we're going to try to get her get her going and get her on the program. We, we would uh, certainly love to have her. I think she'd be entertaining. And, you know, other than the, what you would expect, her being uh, involved in the political realm and did a great job talking about policy and policy that, uh, in particular, that we've seen implemented by Joe Biden over the past year and the concern she has about that. But it was kind of neat hearing her discuss her personal experiences as the press secretary and working with President Trump. And she shared on the on the television screens around the, the venue there, they were rotating photos of her, various um, moments and situations in the White House, in the briefing room, Air Force One, et cetera. That's kind of cool, you know, to to kind of make that connection. Yeah, because she was uh, she was firecracker when she got in there. No I remember question. one of her first interactions was uh, they were uh, press were just criticizing Trump over coronavirus policy and um, all this kind of stuff, and she had in her binder a list of articles written by these publications yeah uh that these reporters represented it represented and she brought out these these articles basically i don't want to say attacking uh but um confronting i guess i will say these reporters over their their own publications views Hmm. uh and how they had changed you know since when corona first started versus where it was then Mm -hmm. and uh i remember one reporter yelled out uh, you had these pre- as she was leaving. You had these prepared, and I was thinking, well, you know what? It's kind of a good thing when the press secretary's prepared, prepared. for questions. Yeah. I, so here's what I would say: It's let's make the distinction. It's one thing when you've got data at your fingertips from pep preparation and planning that you can refer to when mm-hmm. you're um, serving in that role answering questions, addressing reporters. That's different than, okay, if a reporter, you allow reporters to to fire questions at you randomly. You don't know what they're going to ask. Mm-hmm. And you respond. Now, sometimes in that response, you may have to refer to some data, some information, because it's a lot, obviously. I mean, the press secretary for the White House, for the president, Good grief, the the range of of topics and information is mind-boggling. Where I think I have a problem is when we've seen this happen so much with Joe Biden, where the the calling and the sequence of of reporters called on to ask questions, that's orchestrated, that's predetermined, and so are the questions. Here, ask these questions. Gerard, he has pictures. (laughs) He has pictures of the reporters. Yeah, it, they, they've done these these, you know, you because they have these side shots, and you can see when he flips the page, 
a picture mm. of the reporter that he's supposed to call on because he might not know their well, name. So he can look at them and so see he him. can look at him and say, "Oh, I got to call." You know, this guy. You know, is a big guy, balding. Uh, that must be him. It must be John. Let's call on John. John. No, what he said. Let's see. Who am I supposed to call on next? Who am I, and he said that. He said, who am I supposed to call on next? Or they don't want me doing that. Who is they? Okay, so I'm going to say that's different than being. So being prepared is different than scripting yes. and orchestrating. Right yes. and predetermining. She was prepared because she knew that this was one of her first press conferences. I remember it clear as day. She was prepared, <laughs> and I'll pull up the audio of it too. She was prepared for the question. She knew she was going to get hit. Yeah, knew it from the get go, and she was ready to roll. That's a different deal. I mean, I just, I'm sorry. That's a different deal than having. Again, a predetermined chronology, a sequence of who you're going to call on and what you're going to ask them or what they're going to ask you, I should say, because it is true. They give the questions, ask the president this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Remember it was, um, what's her name, that used to be the head of the DNC that had provided questions to Hillary Clinton. Uh, Brazil. Donna Brazil. Yeah. From New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Had uh, given the Hillary camp, the Hillary uh, Clinton camp, the questions prior to the debate. Remember that? Yes. Now, that's not being prepared. I, I'd say that's cheating. <laughs> Just it's, an, it's inequity. Uh, I don't know how else you describe it, but nonetheless. So she's very impressive. She was. Let me just say this. This is the main takeaway. And I'm not saying this just because I'm obviously a conservative individual and I support conservative causes and conservative candidates. But the main takeaway I had is watching Jen Psaki serve in that role for President Biden as she has for the past year, who, by the way, is a smart, intelligent person. And, and actually, I like to make fun of her and, and kind of have fun with it, but that's part of what you sign up for in that role. You're just you're just the target. You're the punching bag yeah. in many ways. And I have said on the program, she got a tough job trying to come out every day and spin the stuff coming out of the White House every day. But here's the difference. We've played clips of her before. It's that condescending sort of, we're superior to you, and, oh, go practice kickboxing and have a margarita. Pay no attention to the cost of living rising dramatically on a daily basis. And what I got from Kaylee is she's just genuine, down-to-earth, took time, looked people in the eye, had a conversation with everybody, and didn't try to be supreme or superior. Just... Just a normal person. That's what you want. That was the difference. We got Senator Josh Harkins coming in at 11.05. We're going to have a good discussion about the income tax plan from the Senate. And then we've got Dr. Dan Edney, past president of the Mississippi State Medical Association, at 11.50. Middays, we'll be right back. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous. 
but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Every guy knows that feeling when you realize on Valentine's Day that you've got nothing for your true love. Not this year, guys, because at Juniker Jewelry Company, we've got a whole store of ideas that will make her forget last year and the year before. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein. This Valentine's at Junikers, we have an entire store of fine jewelry. Rings, pendants, earrings, and bracelets, starting at $250 and less. Come shop thousands of quality, iconic, and yes, affordable pieces you won't find in any other store. For every woman and every budget. As Mississippi's direct diamond importer, we have the largest selection of fine diamonds and diamond jewelry in the state. And 12-month interest free financing for qualified buyers. So don't go driving all over town this Valentine's like a love-struck fool. Come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Let's make this a Valentine's she'll never forget. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Spring is coming up, and you can leave it up to us at Ag Up Equipment for your spring cleaning machine. We have stocked up and can offer you long-term financing with low monthly payments. Get the John Deere 3025E compact tractor with a loader for only $278 per month with 72 months financing. Visit us at agup.com for more. Offer is based on 10% down. Offer ends 03-20-2022. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish Hush puppies and fried dill pickles for a flipping good time come down to cock of the walk i like chicken i like fish i like hush puppies i love it catfish is excellent for a flipping good time come down to cock of the walk boom 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 gonna shoot you right down all your feet you home with me Would you in my house Boom, 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 boom Thank you so much for joining us today on Middays, kicking off a brand new week. You got Gerard and Will in the Super Talk studios today, and uh, we are so grateful that you are with us. We look forward to a good week uh, coming up here on Middays, and don't forget... We're going to be remote 
This coming Thursday, middays, with Gerard Gibbert, we'll team up with the Ag Up Equipment and the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation on Thursday at the annual Dixie National Rodeo and Sale of Champions. Join us to learn more about how Ag Up Equipment and the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation are teaming up to help you cowboy up, tractor up, ag up, and save with Ag Up Equipment. I heard uh, our good friend Paul Gallo this morning Calling on me to don a, a cowboy hat. You got to get you one. Uh, I don't own one. I look silly in a cowboy hat, honestly. <laughs> I just do. Well, at least you deal. admit it beforehand. <laughs> I look silly. Not that I don't look silly otherwise, but I look sillier with a cowboy hat. When I was that? in high school, I used to wear one occasionally. Okay. Yeah, I thought you I was. Yeah, I thought I was cool. Okay. Got you. Well, it didn't last very long, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I will, uh, however, for the occasion, I'll put on my, my Wranglers and my cowboy boots. How about that? Yeah. I'll uh, kind of fit in. We're at the Dixie National. you got to do that. I look forward to that. My wife, you know, used to show quarter horses. Really? really? Yeah. My wife's a big time with the horses, and she's like a horse whisperer. I mean, she really, you know, those <laughs> folks that, I mean, they really are. They have some special touch. There's no yeah. question. And she's one of those, and uh, I know she misses it, but for years, yeah, she did barrel racing, mm-hmm. which is what the quarter horses do. Yeah. And she's pretty good at all that stuff. I don't know squat about it, but I just said, yeah, yeah, you know, I can breed the time, you know. <laughs> Anyhow, looking forward to that. The Dixie National, kicking off, getting going. It's one of the best things that Mississippi does, really. No question. And so grateful we have some nice facilities now for that. We do. That trademark is... Uh if you haven't been, it's 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 pretty good looking in there, and they'll. Um, um, I love the I love the music. We go we usually go on Friday nights uh, or sometimes on Saturday. But uh, the last time I went, I went with JT. Okay, and it was uh, what's the guy who sings uh, just a swinging John Anderson. You got me. Yeah, John Anderson, the country singer. Okay, uh, and we got to meet him. Backstage, JT set that up for me because I wanted to meet him, and JT said, "Come with me, and I'll." And sure enough, he—I don't know how he did it, but somehow we got backstage and we got to meet John Anderson. Well, that's cool, little bit, little bitty guy. I was surprised at how small he was, but we got to meet him uh, hmm. uh, before his show at the uh, Dixie National. Hmm, interesting. Well, it's it's uh, it's here, and look, it brings in people from, as you know, all over the country come into this place. Uh, for that show, and it, it, you're right, it truly is a great asset for the state of Mississippi. I know Commissioner Andy Gibson, all over that deal, and uh, and again the trademark, much improvement over the old one. Golly, oh, yeah. desperately needed that, and the um, the center as well. Oh, what's it? The Fordyce Center mm-hmm. there, really nice venue for the show. So looking forward to that. Hoping for good weather as well. But uh, we will be down there this coming Thursday. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, we should also say, Will, we have um, that we are praying for our colleague, our friend, our brother in broadcasting, the great Paul Gallo, who announced on his own accord uh, this past Friday, I believe, late Friday, mm-hmm. about his, his health situation. And if you haven't... Uh, Paid attention to that, folks, uh, on his sites and on most of the folks here at Super Talk. We all shared Paul's message as well. But he has uh, has been working from home 
in his studio there hosting the show. And uh, he he has advised and informed that he has melanoma on his heel. And he's had that removed, and I think he described it as a fair amount of his heel, the flesh on his heel as well, which is typical when a melanoma is uh, removed, but that he will be undergoing immunotherapy treatments for several months, I think is the Mm -hmm. way he described it, I guess starting immediately. Yeah. And, And that that could cause him to not be able to host the show. And he just wanted uh, respect him. He wanted to get ahead of that and let the audience know that would be the reason. Because it certainly, if he were if he were out and uh, with, with some degree of, of regular regularity on an interval, it it's, would prompt questions and people want to know. And so he respect him for being willing and uh, to go out and share his situation and inform. His, his broad base of uh, loyal listeners, and but on uh, on behalf of the entire Supertalk family, and I dare say the entire state of Mississippi, who uh, who loves Paul and respects him, and whom he has informed and entertained for a very long time, best in the business, that uh, we're praying for him, yeah, and for a speedy recovery and back in this chair. That's what that's what we want, we want to see. Uh, he, he indicates prognosis. He says he's optimistic. He and his doctors are, and, and we are as well. So that's that's where we stand. We just wanted to pass that on, folks. If you were not aware, and I didn't I didn't uh, hear the the entire his entire show. Yes, uh, excuse me. Today would be the first one since he made the mm-hmm. written announcement. I'm not sure if he discussed it or not. Uh, but nonetheless, we wanted to pass that on to you and. Please keep him uh, in your prayers as he undergoes this treatment. Had a, he had a kind of a funny message. Uh, he made that statement, and then at the end of it, he says, "And now, yes, even I qualify for a medical marijuana card." Yeah, he did. He, of course, <laughs> always looking for the levity, uh, and it, I, yeah, I'm not surprised. You know that Paul would say that and whatsoever. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he does. Technically speaking, he does. So. Uh, anyhow, wanted to pass that on to you folks. Uh, I wanted to share this little bit, little dab of, I guess, what I would consider positive news, and that is that a Southern California couple in Fullerton, California, they welcomed a new baby, a newborn, at an extremely unique birthday and birth time at 2.22 p.m., this baby was welcomed onto the planet on February the 2nd, 2022. 2.22 p.m. to 2.22. <laughs> if you believe in numerology, as, the, as I think it goes, I thought that was interesting. Uh, a baby boy. Rare distinction, 2.22, 2.22 baby. How about that? It was uh, The baby was born at Kaiser Permanente Anaheim Medical Center. And they shared photos, the couple did, of the historic birth, along with the doctors and nurses that participated in the birthing. That's pretty cool. Eleven, uh, six pounds, 11 ounces, 20 inches. How about that? Youngest of three children at home now. Pretty cool, hmm. I thought. Uh, something else that caught my attention 
was the extraction of a Swedish shipwreck from the 1600s. 1600s! 64 cannons on board. This extracted from the Baltic Sea. And it's been sitting there for centuries. So it's essentially preserved. I'm looking at some photos of it. It is magnificent, the carvings as they used to do in the wood. It's all wood ship, of course. Looking at the ship and the carvings, it looks like it could sail today, literally, I guess because of being preserved in the so deep under the sea, yeah, the cold water and so forth. 1600s. That's Pretty a long amazing. time ago. That, I thought that was really incredible. They, they say it's the world's best preserved ship dating from the early 1600s, and that at it, in its time it was a symbolic display of power, strength, and craftsmanship. They, they equated it to the 17th century version of Air Force One, which I would say uh, kind of projects the image of power, strength, technology, etc. You know, what you think about yeah. in general when you see carrying around the most powerful person on the planet, arguably. So anyhow, I thought it was pretty cool. Just wanted to pass that on. Some uh, little bit of good news. You know, Amazon announced their earnings late last week. You may be surprised to find out where they make their money and what the quarterly report looked like. Going to dig into that just a little bit when we get back. And also some other rather shocking news from the financial and economic community about what they see in the future with respect to interest rate hikes, etc. Stay with us. We're going to talk about that on Midday. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, we have mostly sunny conditions, high near 55. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low around 26. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 58. Tuesday evening, clear skies, low around 33. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 64. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Ace Bolt and Screw would like to thank you for making the choice to buy your hardware, tools, and fasteners locally. Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every project. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer looking for the right tool for a home improvement project, an experienced contractor looking for hardware, or a major industrial operation looking to streamline your fastener orders, Ace Bolt and Screw would like to wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. Visit acebolt.net or in person in Jackson or Gluckstadt. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway 
Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Baroni'sTreePros.com. That's Baroni'sTreePros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Catalytic converter thefts are a problem across the state. They're a hot commodity among criminals because they're full of precious metals and can go for anywhere from $300 to $1,500 at a scrapyard. Legislation that would make it harder for thieves to get away with that has been introduced. It would require anyone selling the equipment to provide an ID and VIN number from the vehicle it was removed from. The bill would need to pass the Senate and House before heading to the governor's desk for his signature. The trailer for a movie that was filmed in downtown Jackson last year is out. I need your help. I need $2 million by midnight. There's only one team I know that can pull this off. A Day to Die stars Bruce Willis, Kevin Dillon, and Leon. The plot of the $5 million movie involves a bank heist in Jackson. No word yet on when the movie will be released. I'm Kelly Bennett. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you, too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subject you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. 
You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, midday, super talk, Mississippi. Gerard and Will in the studios. Chris from Oxford on the ceasefire text line, which is 601 879 4395, if you'd like to join the conversation. Chris says, Surely they didn't look at the clock on the wall and wait to tell her to make that one last push, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Referring to, the, if you missed it, folks, uh, a happy couple just gave birth to a child in Fullerton, California, on uh, February the 2nd of twenty, the year 2022. The time was 2.22 p.m., the official time of birth, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have He's just looking at his watch going, hang on, <laughs> baby, <laughs> hang on, we're almost there. <laughs> well, I will have to say in my experience of being in the room with uh, my wife, <laughs> the, you can't control it. No. <laughs> <laughs> keep, no, hold off, hold off, I'm trying. That was what you hear for about 30 <laughs> minutes there in the birthing suite, as I recall. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, thank you for that, uh, Chris. Uh, let's see. And pretty quickly, he went number two. I think it's related to that. That's what William and Corbin oh, okay. said. That makes to sense. add yeah. another two yeah. to the sense. scenario there. That's pretty cool. So, Willis and Hattiesburg... How about the Pro Bowl game of touch football? It was weird. I agree. I, I watched know. some highlights of it, and it was very strange. It was weird. Yeah, that's what Willis and Hasberg says. It was the worst example of pro football that you would ever want to see. Next year, it would just be best to announce who made the Pro Bowl and forget the game. I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised they still play the game. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I am too, kind of. It's for everybody that didn't I, make the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's baseball's different. You know, it's yeah. the risk of injury is not quite there. You're not tackling people, but I mean, the, if you didn't see the Pro Bowl yesterday, and that's if you don't know what the Pro Bowl is, well, I, there's probably people out there who don't know, but it's the All Stars basically of the NFL, and they play a game at the end of the se- the regular season uh, before the Super Bowl, so. Once we get done with most of the playoffs, right before the Super Bowl, the week before the Super Bowl, they all get together in Hawaii usually, and they play a game. And the score is always like you know sixty-three to fifty-seven. They're throwing touchdowns, but they don't really tackle a whole lot. Well, it's gotten worse and worse over the years. And Deion Sanders, the head coach at Jackson State, said, "When we played, we at least attempted to tackle. <laughs> they didn't do any tackling yesterday." They the def, the offensive lineman didn't even lean on. You know how when you play an offensive line, you got you know you got to get down the stance and everything. They didn't even do that. They just kind of like kneeled down a little bit and then just kind of you know played around and pushed in this whole thing. And everybody's all upset about it. Yeah, it's it was kind of weak. And I don't guess honestly. they get paid extra to do that either. I don't know. I thought they I got bet, I thought they got something. Ah, who knows to play in the Pro Bowl. 
Arlen in Wayne County reports, I was honored to perform in the Dixie National Rodeo Band directed by Jack Jones when Jim Buck Ross was Ag Commissioner. It was the largest rodeo east of the Mississippi River with a live rodeo band. Our risers were pushed around by a bull one night. That was very exciting. That's cool. How about that? I don't know if that'd be exciting. Yeah, I don't either. fall off that thing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, it, it would be exciting if you fell off, I guess. There would be some exciting excitement that we shall see. Ben from Madison says, does it sound like the Senate is very keen on restoring the initiative process? Uh, you know, I'll have to admit, Ben, I'm not uh, up to date on that with respect to the Senate. Uh, any any uh, response or any information from the Senate, of course, the initiative bill. We had Representative Fred Shanks on Friday discussing it. came out of his committee, the Constitution Committee. He's likely uh, tuned in, and perhaps he could shed some light on that. Of course, we've got Senator Josh Harkins coming in. Honestly, I'm not sure how up-to-date the senator is, just because he's been absolutely heads-down focused on the tax reform issue, and so that's what he's coming in to talk about. But we'll see what we can find out about that, uh, Ben. I, I did want to get to this um, the situation with Amazon, I just thought you might find this interesting, folks, that – and you've heard me talk before that the real cash cow for Amazon is Amazon Web Services, their cloud services unit. Uh, that the Most of their revenue comes from the e-commerce business, all that stuff we buy online. But honestly, that doesn't generate very much profit. Um, and Amazon Web Services, however, does. At one point, it accounted for about uh, – 10% of its revenue and about 60% of the company's net income. Well, this past quarter, they announced earnings. That was last Thursday, and that came on the heels of Meta. Facebook used to be known as Facebook. Now trades as Meta, and that's kind of the formal name of the company. It uh, it, it provided a rather uh, gloomy financial report and uh, not too much of optimism in the way of guidance moving forward. I, I saw a little video. It looks like Zuckerberg in addressing his, his team, the the employees of Facebook, Meta, it actually looked like he got a little teary-eyed, literally emotional, because they, they lost $230 billion of value in one day. He personally lost... Not that you should uh, get the Kleenex out for him. He lost $30 billion of personal value, personal wealth in one day as part of that. But two days later comes Amazon, and they report, and they had a, a great quarter in terms of revenue, I think $137 billion. You can do the math there of revenue in one quarter. That that means they're on a run rate of producing um, over $500 million. $500 billion of revenue, which is unbelievable, $500 billion of revenue in a year. But they only made about $13 billion, 10%, of which $11 billion came from their investment in Rivian, the electronic vehicle maker. It was the, the uh, realization of a gain when Rivian went public. But when you look at Amazon's operations, primarily consists of their e-commerce business and their Amazon Web Services business. Their e-commerce business 
lost $1.8 billion worldwide. All that stuff we buy online, they lost $1.8 billion selling that to us. They made, however, $5.3 billion on Amazon Web Services, which accounted for about 12% of their revenue. So 12% of their revenue produced a profit, and the other 88% of their revenue produced a loss. It's kind of hard to, to yeah. make those numbers connect, but that is the truth. If it were not for Amazon Web Services in the fourth quarter for Amazon, which ended December 31, they would have lost money on sales of $130 billion. I'm not asking you to feel sorry for Amazon. I'm just trying to point out all that stuff we buy, they're not making any money off that. And part of the reason we started talking about this, Gerard, was because Amazon Prime is increasing its price, I think 17%, 20 essentially. Yeah. So it's going from like, what, 119 to 139 per Something year. Something like that. Uh, you know, and I was thinking, man, how many people have Amazon Prime? And I looked it up. 153 million <laughs> Americans, about half the country, a little less than half the country, has Amazon Prime. Unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. For a couple years, my wife and I, we didn't know that each other had it. We assumed that you know <laughs> it was hers, and I assumed it was you know. Yeah. And so we had two people in one household paying for it. We eventually figured that out and canceled it. But. And you get some benefits from that. I'm not sure. I get the notifications all the time. You got benefits you're not using, and I don't use the streaming services and some of the other stuff. I just don't. We don't order that much stuff from Amazon, yeah. so I you know we're kind of questioning whether we should renew it or not. Yeah. Uh for people that buy a lot of stuff from Amazon, I guess it's worth it. But uh, that blew my mind that 153 million people in America have Amazon Prime, and yeah. it's about to go up. And, I, again, I, I'm not suggesting anybody should feel sorry for Amazon or Jeff Bezos whatsoever. I'm just pointing out that it's just unbelievable when you think about it that that giant amount of revenue, $130 billion, produces – on operations, a meager $3.5 billion of net income, you can do the math on that. Uh, that's not a lot. That's, uh, what, 3% maybe? 3% of their revenue in terms of net income. And, and if were it not for Amazon Web Services, which prints money, by the way, the price of that keeps going down. Think about that. That's just the kind of the... Uh, the precept, I guess you will, of technologies, we worry about deflation all the time because we keep getting more efficient at it. But it, it just an interesting story there. The other thing coming up is the predictions of interest rate hikes, news on that that we will get to as well. And we got some more rules for thee, but not for me as well. Senator Josh Harkins joins us after the news break at 11. He'll be in the studio at 11.05. Stay with us.
put more room in your budget during the President's Sale at Miss Kelly's. Give your space the upgrade you need and save hundreds of dollars off our already low prices. Plus, when you finance for 60 months, there's no money down required, which means you can walk out without paying and your payments are low. How about $3,000 in furniture and bedding for only $56 a month? Need it right away? Check out what's in stock and ready for you on MissKelly's.com. Live large on a small budget at Miss Kelly's President's Sale. It's time to reserve the car you deserve at Bob Boyd Honda. You probably know that there's distribution issues impacting automakers across the industry. But that won't stop us from getting you the ride of your dreams. Here's how to reserve the new car, truck, or SUV that you want. Step one, come to Bob Boyd and test drive a car, truck, or SUV. Step two, reserve the Honda you want from our huge allocated inventory arriving daily. Step three, when your ride arrives, come down, pick it up, and it's that easy. Come on to Bob Boyd Honda. Let's get you a deal. deal. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Green, <sighs> the new degree of comfort. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was down 55 to 126.19. May cotton was down 45 to 123.54. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up 29 cents to 15.82 and a quarter per bushel. May soybeans were up 28 and a half to 15.86 per bushel. March corn was up 11 cents to 6.31 and a half per bushel. May corn was up 11 and a quarter to 6.33 per bushel. At the mercantile, April live cattle was up 7 cents to 146.95. June live cattle was up 12 to 141.50. March feeders down 87 to 165.22. April feeders down 102 to 170.40. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 75 points, 35,165. I'm Dixie Williams. This is Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. That's right. Now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
Battle here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday, Super Talk, Mississippi. Mr. West says, the Pro Bowl is garbage. Need to have the two worst teams play for the number one pick. How about that as an idea? Oh. I did look it up on the break. The winners get 80000 bucks apiece, and the losers 40000 That's pretty good. Yeah, that ain't bad. I didn't think so. Jeff and Grenada says, I'm in a class now about industries converting to 80-20 principles. That's appreciate that, Jeff. I, you know, I'm not sure that there is much converting as uh, is is a recent phenomenon. I think that has been the case for for some time. In the case of Amazon Web Services, that that really is the cash cow. Bo, Bo and Indianola says, how do they get paid off web services? Is that subscription? How can they lose money selling that stuff? A uh, good questions, and I ain't going to get into all the details there, but essentially. Amazon Web Services is the company's cloud computing uh, suite of offerings. And so they operate data centers that are just jam-packed full of all sorts of sophisticated IT infrastructure, which includes servers and storage and and virtualized environments and and networking. And so um, I can tell you, if you're on the Internet today, if if you're on your phone using apps, or you're just on your, your full-size computer browsing the Internet, using apps, um, doing business, whatever, looking up information, good chance that you are accessing some data and programs that are deployed in Amazon's cloud. I mean, it's just that's how much of it they have. They and Microsoft uh, really dominate that market. And they've got a number of different offerings, um, one for what they just call compute, which is where you would store what's what's um, defined as instances, which are just databases, if you will, and, and uh, containers. That's a whole other approach to computing we won't get into. Serverless computing, which is servers on demand. Databases, uh, web applications, uh, IoT, Internet of Things, AI artificial intelligence, machine learning applications that you need to publish to the Internet. You just need storage, for example. You've got existing workloads that are in on-premises, and you want to migrate those to, to cloud platforms. So they get money from subscribers to those various services. But think about this. If you're using your app today on your phone, for example, or you're browsing the Internet, whomever is publishing that content and providing those services, those those application functions to you, they would store their programs, their workloads, their databases, their data, and all the tools they need to operate that, make that available to subscribers and um, and to users of those services. They pay Amazon for that, so that you can access it. I mean, it's kind of the it's the most common scenario. It actually started out. Uh, the cloud did is a way for software developers to have a place to go 
temporarily use infrastructure, IT infrastructure, to develop applications. If they worked inside, say, a large organization and and they had commissioned the creation of new software applications for that business, for that entity, rather than buying all that infrastructure they needed to keep it separate from the production environment, buying it and installing it on site, using it, say, for the duration of the development cycle, whatever that might be, six months, year, two years, three years, whatever, and then said, okay, we don't need that anymore. This was a way to temporarily subscribe to all of those platforms, all of those assets, use them, create the applications, bring them home, put them inside, and that just kind of evolved from there. But that's how it got its start. It was really, it was really a tool for application software developers. I know, getting a little geeky there, but that's where Amazon makes all their money. I know it is crazy, Bo, that they lose money, but it's a true story. I mean, that's straight from their published, filed financial statements. Lost money on uh, the e-commerce part of their business make all their money on Amazon Web Services. But what he's created, what Jeff Bezos and Amazon have created is an experience, is a platform, is a suite of tools that they're going to leverage. I don't know what it is for something else besides selling you toothpaste over the Internet. I mean, that, that's, that was kind of the, the entree of that, sort of the test of that model. But there's something else coming up with all that investment they've made and all that technology. And it is a... You have to admit, it's a pretty dang good experience. I mean, it's so easy. I think it's why so many people buy so much. It's like it's so easy. It's so easy. Buy, buy it again. Click here. Slide it. Bought. It's got all your Absolutely. information. It's on it. It's on its way. And so we had Joey Deason, the executive director of Madison County Economic Development Authority, on last week. Of course, we're building the big fulfillment center just north of here, a few miles in Canton. And the idea is to to um, to build those, construct those fulfillment centers, more and more of them across the country, to get the products that are most purchased closer to the customers, to get the same day delivery, next day delivery, and drive the cost of that logistics down. So, it's a fascinating model, and I think we're all benefited from it. But they lost 1.8 billion dollars doing it um, last quarter, at least. But they know what they're doing. I'm pretty confident. Anyhow, we're taking a break right here. It's time for Super Talk News, Fox News. Coming up next, Senator Josh Harkins in the studio on Middays. Stay with us. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. I'm Malia Moo. As COVID cases continue to drop for a third week in a row in the U.S., some governors looking to a new phase. Governors from both parties have been pressing the Biden administration to set guidelines for moving out of a pandemic stage and into an endemic stage of living with COVID. Fox's Jonathan Sari. Former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb explained on CBS's Face the Nation. So I think what governors are sensing is that we need to we need to agree upon a set of metrics when we're going to start to roll back these mitigation steps. Uh, and give people a light at the end of the tunnel. New daily COVID cases continue their downward trend. However, deaths are averaging 2,400 per day. And in the alleged plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan, a second guilty plea, according to documents filed today, Caleb Franks says he willingly conspired with five other men. America's listening to Fox News. 
What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, hospitals, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JannyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Legislation aimed at making prescription drugs more affordable is being co-sponsored by Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith. This important legislation would create a true out-of-pocket cap for Medicare beneficiaries, reinforce the market forces that have supported the research and developed so many miracle cures, keep pharmaceutical companies from price gouging, prevent taxpayers from being on the hook for unlimited price hacks that have no basis in the free market, stop the hurtful tactics of pharmacy benefit managers that hurt patients and community pharmacies while enriching the middlemen. These reforms would reduce out-of-pocket spending on prescription drugs by $72 billion, reduce premiums by $1 billion, and save taxpayers $95 billion. She says it's a priority that should transcend party politics. Propane is a safe, reliable, and clean energy source, and it's important that you're aware of these basic safety tips. Be sure that all family members are familiar with the smell of propane, know where the shutoff valve is, and what to do if a leak is suspected. Your propane provider will continue to offer a gas system check by one of their professionally trained technicians at no cost to you. Ask your provider for a pamphlet about more important propane safety info. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. The University of Southern Mississippi and Mississippi State University have agreed to another Home and Home series for its 2030 and 2031 season, marking the sixth and seventh meetings between the programs since they resumed playing in 2014. They are also scheduled to meet in 2023 and the 2025 season. Do you have a favorite pizza topping? A new survey reveals the least favorite toppings in America. Fox's Monica DeLuca has the details. In order from least dislike to most dislike, jalapeno, pineapple, and anchovies. The survey was conducted by one poll after being commissioned by Ohio-based pizza chain Donato's. It also reveals about 44% of the respondents considered pizza to be an acceptable breakfast food. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Rodeos are tough and require a great partner to help you up when you need a hand. Ag Up Equipment is proud to be a title sponsor of the Dixie National Rodeo. At Ag Up Equipment, we provide the rugged, long-lasting John Deere equipment you need to tackle any job at reasonable prices. Ag Up Equipment, 16 hometown locations in Arkansas and Mississippi. Or visit us at agup.com today. yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi we are back with you you got gerard and will in the studios today don't forget the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 if you'd like to join the conversation now joining us senator josh harkins he's in the studio with us good morning senator good morning gerard how are you doing i'm doing fantastic uh good to see you over there in rankin county it's always yeah. a lot of fun on saturday we had a great breakfast good turnout for yes. a cold morning sure was great and uh, what about um, george dale former insurance commissioner that was hilarious he's some of those some stories, stories. <laughs> been around this stuff a long time man uh, that was fascinating. Here and, and him, his ability to recall all that in such vivid detail, uh, down to the bill number. <laughs> exactly, that was pretty good. A lot of fun good stuff. All right, so wanted to have you on today to discuss the uh, recently announced and and um, I guess filed the uh, plan to reform income taxes, taxes in general in the state of Mississippi. You, of course serve as chair of the Senate Finance Committee. So if you'd like, why don't we start out, uh, Senator, just with a a brief overview of the bill and what it does, the key provisions. That sounds good. Let me go back to 2016 and and talk about the tax cut uh, we did when then-Lieutenant Governor Reeves and Speaker Gunn uh, were were running the House and Senate, respectively. we passed a about a $420 million tax cut bill that phased out the 3% tax bracket on the first $5,000 of taxable income. That means above your standard uh, deductions and exemptions that you're allowed on the state level. Yep. And then it also allowed for a self-employment tax deduction, which they allow on the federal level. We did it on the state level. Um, and then we also phased out the franchise tax over a 10-year period. Well, that was passed in 2016. Where we are today is we have uh, finally, in 21, we phased out the last part of the 3% tax bracket. 
and we are in year four of ten of phasing out the franchise tax. Okay. So that is the the biggest portion of that uh, tax cut was the franchise tax. That By the way, if I don't, if you don't mind me interrupting, go ahead. The worst tax ever devised. Devised. Yes. Go ahead. Tax on investment. <laughs> uh, tax on capital. Talk well, about the franchise tax. Absolutely. The worst tax ever ever created. <laughs> and that took some thought, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was about $300 million, That just that portion alone of that tax cut. So the biggest portion of the biggest tax cut in our state's history, we are year four of ten of implementing. Okay. So come uh, you know to today, and we have proposed a tax plan in the Senate that when fully implemented in four years, will cut three hundred and almost twenty million dollars of recurring revenue, and add a hundred and thirty-one million dollar tax rebate. So the total relief package is about four hundred sixty million dollars. It does it in four years. It will be fully implemented before the two thousand sixteen tax cuts fully implemented. Okay. So what we've done in our plan is we've taken the grocery tax from seven percent to five percent. We've gotten out of the car tag business, uh, and there are no general fund revenues that come to the state from car tags. This is all uh, local avalorum. There are, um, you know, some fees that went to the state. They're no longer going to go to the state anymore. It's about $13 million. And then we phase out the 4% tax bracket over four years. So if this bill were to be signed into law starting July 1, uh, you would have immediate 7 to 5% on your grocery tax, and then calendar year 23 would be the first year of a four-year phase-out of the 4% tax bracket. Total, about $316 million in recurring revenue, and um, there are no triggers. There are no increases in sales tax or excise taxes. It's just a simple plan that you go forward, and it's pretty much that's it. Uh, the The rebate portion of it is about $131 million. So for any uh, resident tax filer, you're a resident of the state, you file personal income tax in Mississippi, and you actually had a liability to the state, meaning you owed taxes and you paid them to the state, you would receive a rebate of up to 5% of what you paid with a minimum of $100, and it capped at 1000 And that's estimated to cost around $130, $131 million. What's the formula for that? Do you do you know, Senator? Uh, my understanding is it's five percent, five percent of what you your, paid to the state, your tax liability. Correct, and it would uh, be a minimum of a hundred dollars. So if you paid seventy five dollars in tax, you would get a minimum of a hundred dollars, and then it goes up to a thousand. It's capped at a thousand per filer. Okay, so to get the full thousand dollars, you would have you would need to have a twenty twenty tax liability of twenty thousand dollars. Correct. Yeah. So you'd have to have a an income, a taxable income, uh, in the three hundred fifty to four hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar range. Something Correct. Like that. Okay. All right. Continue. So that that's the main provisions there. That's the main provisions yeah. of it, and it's it's you know, with tax policy, there are a lot of levers to pull. Yeah. There's the grocery tax. There's car tax. There's income tax. There's you know corporate income tax. There's franchise tax. I mean, all these different levers that we are pulling. But what I would say to to your listeners and everybody is you can't look at these things individually. Um, sure, Texas doesn't have an income tax, but nobody wants to pay Texas property taxes. Yeah, uh, I got a sister that lives in Texas, thirty five hundred square foot house, paying sixteen thousand dollars a year uh, property taxes on it. 
Yeah. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so people want to pick and choose what they like about different states, but when you look at their total tax policy, it tells a different story. Yes, you pay more property taxes. You also pay sales tax on a lot of other services. South Dakota does not have an income tax, but they charge uh, sales tax on 126 different services. I think Mississippi's in the 60, 70 uh, range on the number of services that are, uh, have sales tax on them. So, you know, it's a difference. Um, each state has a different way of, of getting uh, the revenue they get. Property taxes are higher in Tennessee. Uh, they don't have an income tax. Uh, you know, some t- states have uh, gross receipts tax on corporate uh, yep. entities. So th- there's a way that they're getting the revenue. I mean, Florida, for goodness sakes, they tax, uh, you know, leases. They tax when you uh, – rentals. They uh, tax uh, uh, real estate transactions. So every time you transfer a title, there's a tax uh, you pay on it. So each state has a different way. Florida uses their tourism more to their advantage, uh, but that's kind of the gist of what we're looking at in Mississippi. Yeah. So I I know you're familiar with the, the House bill. We, uh, which of course is uh, it's more aggressive in terms of reductions of the income tax, uh, reduction in the grocery tax. It does add on later on an additional one point five percent on the general sales tax. Does reduce car tax more. So overall, it, it is more in terms of the cuts. What concerns do you have about that? Well, we're gonna we're gonna start looking at uh, you know we'll file our bill has a deadline of I think February twenty. 5th maybe or yeah i think february 25th is a deadline to get the senate revenue bills and appropriations out off the floor yeah so that's when a deadline we'll have our bill up before then and then we'll start to take a look at all the house bills and the, and the house tax plan uh the bill has come over i've been working on our plan with elbow and the department of revenue and the state economist and and what you know the concern that i have on any plan no matter what plan you do is at the end of the day you have a budget that we have the responsibility of, of funding. We have to, you know, we have priorities. Uh, I think you've seen demonstrated already this session already. We've increased spending year over year, recurring revenue or uh, recurring expenditures of $220 million just on a teacher pay raise. Yeah. So both chambers overwhelmingly, I don't know if there was a single no vote in the Senate, uh, voted to increase teacher pay by $220 million. That means that's a priority that we have set that it'll be $220 million next year. It'll be $220 million the next year. Uh, and 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 so forth. So we've we've increased the spending in government already by two hundred twenty million dollars. And there's other things that we have in front of us. Our health insurance. Uh, we are going to see an increase in health insurance coming up. Uh, SEC squared. The state uh, pay plan is going to probably require a little additional money. So there's other spending that's probably going to need to be uh, recognized in our number. So once we get the number uh, of of dollars that we're going to have to spend recurring. Uh, expenditures. We need to make sure that we have recurring revenue to to match. And what we have weaned ourselves off of, and since I've been here, this is the eleventh uh, year. Uh, we went from we tried to wean ourselves off of using one time money for recurring expenses. We don't want to use a, a lawsuit to help make payroll. Uh, we don't want to use, uh, you know, one-time money, whether it's from, whether it's growth or whatever, to basically use to, to fund our budget. We want to use recurring revenues to pay recurring expenses. And I think we've been fiscally disciplined over the last 10, 11 years that we've done that. We've achieved that. And I want to make sure that the budget we put forth is a responsible budget that addresses our priorities, and we have the revenue to do it. And based on our plan, based on the projections that we have, and we've used historical numbers, our plan does this. Okay. All right. Um, 
You can stay around. Absolutely. Yeah, we got Senator Josh Harkins in the studio, and we're talking about the tax reform plan that the Senate has offered. And when we come back, we'll get into a, a little bit more of the differences in the plan and, and just other concerns the senator has about the House plan as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Like a sweet soul on fire. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, we have mostly sunny conditions, high near 55. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low around 26. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 58. Tuesday evening, clear skies, low around 33. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 64. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Why does Walgreens offer co-pays as low as $0 and 90-day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier? Or how there's a pharmacy expert available 24-7 and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. $0 co-pays apply to Tier 1 generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See Walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete details. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Got to go, 601-879-3969. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. 
tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. The great B.B. King whopping us into this segment. Thanks for that, Will. Middays is back. Senator Josh Harkins is our guest. The senator serves as the Finance Committee chairman. All right, so we're just talking about the income tax proposal by the Senate. So with your proposal, with the Senate's proposal, you've, as you've explained, you've actually extended that out at least for five years, uh, what the impact would be on uh, revenue to the state. And and you're using historical trends in Mm -hmm. doing that, historical trends in terms of spending increases, year-over-year spending increases as a percent of the prior year, and and just also adjustments to revenue consistent with uh, prior history. Correct. Is that accurate? Okay. Yes. All right. So have we seen that on the House side? Not yet. All right. Because I've I've got the the, uh, fiscal note from the LBO that, um, uh, of course, analyzes the House bill, but it's only for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, have Do you think we'll see? I know you can't speak for the yeah, House, I mean, but I, might I, we see that from we'll, the House we side? We will ask LBO to to present, and, I mean, that's something that will be something we'll look at. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's one thing we tried to do is, is our plan is a four-year implementation, and we've run out of five-year pro forma on it. Yeah. You know, and used historical trends, but I think you know. Obviously, the concern we have is is this day and age, the environment we're living in is not a normal economic environment. Sure. Uh, you know, the helicopter money, as you yeah. put it, is yeah. is abundant, and we recognize that. And and you look at from a historical perspective, since two thousand five, since Katrina hit, we've had you know at least three or four major infusions of federal money into the state. And, you know, what's happened after that, uh, at least after Katrina, we had uh, a couple years of negative 4% growth. Uh, we've had, you know, ups and downs. And so what we try to do is use a historical reference average of what year-over-year revenue growth looks like. And that's around 2.6%. Uh, and then uh, spending, uh, inflationary and spending uh, to, to keep government kind of flat, not necessarily growing government, but to keep it flat is about 1.6%. Okay. So that's what we used in our numbers. And, and we, we ran it out five years uh, through the implementation of our plan. And, and every year, it, it the numbers kind of worked out. And we have room for that dip that we feel like is coming. And I think everybody, uh, you know, at Elbow and at uh, Department of Revenue and our state economists have all said that it's coming. We're just not necessarily sure when. Okay. So let, let's go through the numbers, just kind sure. of a typical case. So once fully implemented, let's let's think about that. Let's look at it from that perspective. And, and the reason I say fully implemented, because the, the income tax, uh, the elimination of the 4% bracket occurs over four years. Correct. It's 1% per year. Mm-hmm. And that tax, uh, that 4% is levied on the second tranche of $5,000 of taxable income. So once fully implemented, it amounts to $200 a year. Correct. All right. Per so we filer. Got, 
per file. Yes. Right. Yes. Thank you. Yes. So we got that, uh, and then we've got the uh, the state portion of car tags. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard from five dollars to fifteen dollars. What's what's the true number there? It's probably around five dollars because the other part part of that fee goes to the trauma fund. Okay. And part of it goes to MDOT for road and bridge, okay. and then the other part of it goes to the state. So the state never really collected a whole lot on tag. Right. It's mostly made up of avalorum from county. From counties. And and so we're just saying that the state's not going to collect any revenues from car tags. All right. So $5 there. $200 on the income tax, $5 there. And then the other reduction is uh, 7% to 5% on groceries and that's consumables right is what on that prepared applies. foods prepared foods yes okay gotcha so things like paper towels stuff you that's already what pay. i mean yeah. yeah thank you thank yeah. you for clarifying that all right so um you know let's just kind of say the average household spends ten thousand dollars a year on on that and it could be less could be more but that's 200 Depends bucks how hungry you are <laughs> yeah or and you know a lot of people are making that decision do i eat out that's yeah. getting more expensive, so they're buying. I would say starting to eat uh, inside and prepare meals at home more. But two percent, so you got two hundred dollars there, and I'm just estimating. It could yeah. be higher, could be lower. The two hundred dollars on income taxes, um, that is not an estimate. That that is that's just mathematical fact mm-hmm. there. And then five dollars on the car tax. So possibility on average four hundred five dollars a year uh, to the average taxpayer mm-hmm. is about what that. So. To those senator that would say that's really not cutting my taxes a whole lot, four hundred bucks a year. Um, what would you say? Because I know you've got to balance that with okay, how do we fund the operations of the government? Correct. I mean, look, it's uh, I would love to have you know as much income as I possibly could, but you know I also have the responsibility, like we've talked about, having to fund uh, you know make a budget uh, year over year and not wreck the budget. I mean, yeah. I think you've seen demonstrated that both sides equally feel. <clears throat> that it's important to raise the pay of teachers. It's sure. important to do some of the things that we have to do to basically stay out of federal lawsuits, which we are currently under a couple right now for child protective services, mental health, trying to stay out of one for corrections. Uh, I think people feel, feel pretty strongly that we need to uh, lock up criminals and uh, deal with that uh, through our Department of Public Safety, our DAs, all these things that uh, you know keep law and order. That's a priority for Mississippians, I would say, as a whole. Uh, education is important. Uh, so there, there are fundamental things that we are required to do and we feel it's important to do. And you have to balance that with what do you have left to give back to people. Um, so, you know, we're trying to give as much back and be responsible about it. Now, what this plan does is it does not prevent us from coming back in three or four years and going, hey, we're in a good position. We can also uh, – Put in place some more tax relief. Yeah, I mean that—that's the the beautiful thing about this is it doesn't preclude us from cutting taxes again. And most states around the country that you see, they've all taken bites at the apple. No, nobody has set a, a ship off the sail to never return to eliminate income tax. They've done it in in tranches. They've done it in bites. Uh, North Carolina. Uh, I think Louisiana just did something. Arizona. A lot of these states have done that. They have they have phased in income tax elimination over periods of time and, and, and through different measures. And so, you know, we just uh, – the tax cut in 2016, the biggest part of that addressed the business community. This is geared more towards personal yeah. uh, income tax. Um, you know, it's something that you have to just basically – I think it's prudent and it, it's responsible, and it doesn't preclude us from coming back in two or three years and, and making another uh, stab at it. Yeah. So at this point, uh, we should also point out that the time frame, I should say, for taking up bills from the other chamber, revenue bills in particular, 
Uh, it's sometime out in it's March. Way out. Yeah, it's yeah. in March. I mean, w- what we were under right now is a, a deadline, I think, of Thursday to take up general bills that originate in your own house. So all the Senate bills, general bills that have uh, that originate in the Senate, the deadline is to get them off the floor by this Thursday. Okay. And then we'll work on Senate appropriation and revenue bills up until the 25th. And after the 25th, we take up the House general bills. And then there's a deadline for that, and then after that, the deadline for house uh, appropriation and revenue bills. Okay. So there's time. I mean, there's there's a lot of time to sit here and work through through these issues. Would you would you be willing to hazard a guess, an estimation on w- how the House bill would fare in committee in the Senate, and the Senate bill would fare in committee in the House? Uh, I imagine. Gap between I those imagine two. both bills will be replaced with their own version <laughs> uh, in both sides, and and that means it, it'll go to conference. Yeah. Um, I think that there's just a lot of things. And look, I mean, we got to see what all uh, expenses the House and the Senate feel are you know a priority, and and get through that too. I mean, I think you know ultimately when you make a budget. Uh, you got to have buy-in on both sides. There's, there's a lot of levers that have to be pulled to get to a, a final uh, bill, where it's tax relief, whether it's appropriations, spending, um, where we can save money. Uh, so it's yeah. There's a lot, lot of, a uh, lot of the road you know to travel down. I, I'm not intimately familiar with the LBO's methodology and process, but one thing I always wonder about that uh, that I've uh, discussed with respect to any sorts of of, of plans like this that address the revenue component of state operations is the macro economy. Mm-hmm. And I saw Bank of America this morning predicting seven rate hikes this year with a 50 basis point hike in March. Um, you've got other economists that are predicting the possibility of the R word, a recession, mm-hmm. late 22, 23. I'm just curious if that's factored in anywhere in, into these models, well, the what, possibility. Yeah, I mean, well, we've talked about that. And I think if you'll look at the, the five-year plan I showed you, yeah. I mean, every one of these these models that we've uh, – the pro forma we've done every year, there's a 2% set-aside still left over and a little cushion. Okay. So, you know, we've got room in that number um, to, to weather a little bit of a downturn. Uh, okay. But – you know, look, we can't predict the future. I, I agree. I mean, if I that was the case, there'd be a line going to the casinos all across you. the state. I hear you. I, but, you know, it's I think just, it does take that into consideration. And that's the okay. part about we're trying to be responsible, because uh, the worst thing we could uh, position we'd be in is having to stand up in front of the body and go, hey, guys and girls, uh, I messed this up. You know, we don't have the money to do this. We're either going to have to make some drastic cuts or we're going to, you know, there's two options. You either make drastic cuts or you raise revenue. Yeah, it's, it, I agree. It really is pretty simple. I, I've made that same analysis of Social Security and Medicare comes up. Look, it's real easy. You either have more coming in or less going, less out, going out or a combination of the two somewhere to make it work. But, uh, Senator, really appreciate you coming in today and giving us a rundown, a breakdown of that legislation. And uh, we'll just look forward to seeing where all that goes. I know we'll be talking more. Well, thank you, Gerard. I appreciate you having You got it. Senator Josh Harkins, chairman of the Senate Ways and Me, excuse me, Senate Finance Committee. Senate Finance Committee has been our guest. We'll be right back on Midday. Stay with us.
RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Who's that again? I don't know that number. Please hold for a very important and message. And skip. You can skip robocalls. But don't skip your well visits and recommended vaccines. They help protect you. So ask your doctor or pharmacist about any recommended vaccines you may need. Really? Again? And skip. A public service announcement from Vaccinate Your Family in collaboration with Merck. If you love hunting, fishing, and ag, don't miss the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th. At the Ag and Outdoor Expo, you'll find everything for the outdoors, rods and reels, bows, guns, and clothing, as well as tools and equipment for the ag world. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th at the Trademark on the Fairgrounds. Brought to you by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchase. And when you draw your Hershey's Kiss, you receive extra discounts up to 30% depending on the color of your kiss. These additional kiss discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under $100 and under $200. These kiss discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale which add up to incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us Best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So kiss discounts up to 30% off free roses. That's Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Legislation aimed at making prescription drugs more affordable is being co-sponsored by Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith. This important legislation would create a true out-of-pocket cap for Medicare beneficiaries, reinforce the market forces that have supported the research and developed so many miracle cures, keep pharmaceutical companies from price gouging, prevent taxpayers from being on the hook for unlimited price hacks that have no basis in the free market, stop the hurtful tactics of pharmacy benefit managers that hurt patients and community pharmacies while enriching the middlemen. These reforms would reduce out-of-pocket spending on prescription drugs by $72 billion, reduce premiums by $1 billion, and save taxpayers $95 billion. She says it's a priority that should transcend party politics. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix every day at 5 o'clock, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, the trucks of the future were built for everyone. The Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight. Built for performance and capability on and off-road. The trucks of the future are not built for a few. They are built for America. Ford F-Series. Drive one today. Stop by your local Mississippi Ford dealer for more details. The only organization representing all of Mississippi agriculture is Farm Bureau, celebrating its 100th year in 2022. From lobbying in Washington to the state capitol in Jackson, Farm Bureau protects farmers' interests. But that's not all. Members can participate in leadership development and educational programs, plus receive money-saving discounts nationwide. Find out what nearly 200,000 member families already know. Farm Bureau, leading, representing, and serving Mississippi agriculture. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you so much for joining us today on uh, Middays. That would be USM's Jimmy Buffett. Yes, sir. Singing that tune there. Makes me want to be out on the beach where the palm trees are. I did that to warm warm you up a little bit on this Monday morning. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, lots of questions here on the ceasefire text line, as you would expect, and we appreciate those. Jeff in Forest County, what is the tax on handguns? I, as far as I know, it's the standard general sales tax rate. There's nothing that I certainly can see in this legislation that adjusts that tax rate, unless you're talking about the House bill, which does increase the general sales tax rate to um, eight and a half percent, up one point five percent from its present seven percent. I think that's the tax that's levied on handguns. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think there's any special carve out, is there, for handguns? I've never heard that, but um, yeah, that we've heard about. So there was another uh, question on the ceasefire tax line where folks are understandably concerned about how this might affect their property taxes. And that's certainly a valid question. So uh, just to be clear, property taxes are are set at the county level and include county and city taxes. Uh, they combine on that. And, and those are the primary sources of revenue, ad valorem taxes, uh, your, your car tax, your your real property, and the, and the ad valorem taxes on those. That's the primary source of revenue uh, to counties and to some extent city, cities. 
The deal is, however, cities get a diversion of sales taxes, not counties, but cities. So whatever is sold in the city limits in that incorporated area, that is remitted to the state, but there's a, I don't remember the exact formula, but there's a percentage of that that is diverted back to the city. And that is a big source of revenue for cities. So if you look at this legislation in in terms of the the Senate bill, there is a slight uh, decrease of the uh, grocery tax from seven to five percent in the Senate bill. So that would obviously affect that uh, diversion. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, mistaken, that the diversion is covered by the state government. So any loss of revenues to the cities as a result of the diversion, I'm quite sure it is in the House bill, because I've reviewed that in, in enormous detail, but haven't yet in the Senate bill. But nonetheless, the the bottom line is the, um, the, the, the sales tax, which is really the only thing that affects the, the um, cities here, <clears throat> the property taxes are not a matter for the state. So you really shouldn't have any concerns about how your property taxes might might be adjusted as a result of the passing of any of this legislation. Really shouldn't affect that. Those are separate matters, separate buckets of money. They don't touch. They don't overlay. This bill doesn't address that. And it doesn't – income tax elimination or reduction does not take away monies to cities and counties. Let's also be clear about that. Monies that, that fund the operations of cities and counties are, are do not come from income taxes. That goes to the state. That's the big thing. So any changing of income taxes should have zero impact on the revenue streams to cities and counties because there is none. Sales taxes is a different matter. Diversion of that to cities. Property taxes, license plates, car tags, so-called car tags, avalorm taxes, cities and counties. It's the county's primary source of income. The one change that was made when we, of course, um, passed a law, what, a couple of years ago, two or three years ago, to tax purchases from out of state, use tax, mm-hmm. that actually is diverted uh, to counties as well. The senator and I were talking about that offline, but I'm not sure how much money that is. But it's not their major source of revenue. It's property taxes and car tax. That's the major source of revenue. Neither of those are really affected here. So hopefully that answered that question. That really shouldn't be, in my view, on the table as as a factor in which of these bills you would support. Um, What about property taxes for retired people on a fixed income? Again, that's on the ceasefire tax line from the 228. I mean, there should be no changes. You're, any concerns you have there, you, you really should speak to your county supervisors that are involved in setting those millages, those ad valorem tax rates, and they work with the cities as well uh, for a piece of that. So that's who we, you would need to talk to. This has nothing to do with property taxes, and property taxes are not controlled and set at state level. That's the main thing. And there's nothing in both of these bills that addresses property taxes. There's no provisions whatsoever. No changes there. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Only tax on handgun that I know about is sales tax. I bought four last year. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just a standard general sales tax. That's Ken and Jackson. 
Ricky and Jackson says, all taxes need to be on sales. I don't mind paying a little bit of sales tax to keep from doing my income tax at about 40 hours a year just to uh, doing the tax return for my company. Yeah, it is a pain. Doing income taxes is a, a painful exercise. If you do it yourself, my hat's off to you. You know, most people, I think, that have, especially if you own a business, which I think is what uh, Ricky's saying here, most have a tax professional, a tax preparer, do that on their behalf. Because it, it can get, you know, kind of thorny if you don't know your way around, especially at the federal level. The state's fairly straightforward, pretty easy. Especially when rule changes happen and all this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it is incredible, and that's why these folks, um, they study that a lot, and they get they get paid well to do it. They're professionals, and it's, um, you know, they, they live and breathe taxes, income taxes in particular. And you got to do your federal return, of course, before you can do your state return. So you got to do that no matter what. Um I thought uh, before the session that both the Senate and the House wanted to eliminate the income tax. That's Darren and Jackson. Actually, Darren, the Senate really never made a, um, I guess, a formal pronouncement. I, I think it's fair to say. I'm thinking about the uh, about the hearing. What the Senate said last year after the state passed the first generation of the income tax elimination bill, I think the Tax Freedom Act, that happened in the 2021 session. If you recall, it got no traction in the Senate, but Senator Harkins and Lieutenant Governor Hoseman said, let's, let's analyze this further. Let's, let's dig into it. Let's investigate. And they did, in fact, uh, conduct hearings, and that was something that the, that uh, Senator Harkins agreed to and uh, committed to. He did conduct those and had two days of that, about eight hours plus of total testimony from different parties. I happened to be one of those. I was the last of the whole deal. Every, everybody was glossed over, and <laughs> I should say everybody was glazed over by the time I got in there because they had heard about uh, eight hours or so of of uh, wonky testimony on, on income taxes. But nonetheless, they really never, the Senate really never staked a claim and offered a position and never stated, uh, I don't think, anything with respect to, yeah, we're going to totally eliminate the uh, the income tax. The governor, however, he has made public statements where he said, I want to eliminate the income tax. I think we can do it four years without increasing taxes anywhere else. That would, in fact, over four years, you're talking about, uh, almost two billion dollars of revenue that would be swept out of um, the, the the state treasury to fund a six billion dollar annual budget. So you're talking about a third of the revenue that covers that budget would just be gone if there's no other replacement revenue or cutting of expenses. The governor really never provided any sort of uh, economic analysis of uh, such a plan, which I've called for here on the program. I'd love to see that. If the governor has a way to totally eliminate income taxes in four years without uh, increasing taxes elsewhere, man, I'm down for that. i, I got to see some math, though. I'd like to see a pro forma similar to the one that that the senator has shared, uh, Senator Harkins, with me this morning that does show – five years, a five-year pro forma of what their plan would look like. The LBO has prepared a similar plan only for two years on the House. No question, the House plan provides significantly more benefit to taxpayers than the Senate plan. You heard me go through the math with the senator, $200 on the income taxes, $5, $5 on your car tag, and 
Uh, and then uh, the grocery tax, depending on how much you spend on groceries, prepared food groceries, 2% cut on that. Most people sort of estimate the average household average household spends ten grand a year on that. So it's two hundred bucks. So less than five hundred dollars a year, four hundred and five dollars a year to be exact. Um, if you use ten thousand dollars as a baseline for groceries that you spend on. It's not a lot of money. This the house plan is arguably tripled that in terms of what it would mean to taxpayers and everybody's situation's a little different. But um, it, you know, the senator points out he's, he's concerned about the revenue hole that might lead. So that's where the argument is right now. Cut taxes more, more risk of revenue. Cut taxes less, you don't get as much, less risk. We will take a break right here. It's time for that. When we come back, we've got Dr. Dan Edney, past president of the Mississippi State Medical Association, CMO at Central Regional Health Center. Stay with us. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. 
in that direction. To get specific, beef's market share is at 48%, and beef demand, driven in large part by improved quality, is expected to stay strong. Per capita, net beef consumption levels in 2022 are forecast to be down 2 pounds to 56.8 pounds. As for efficiency, today's industry produces 2.5 billion pounds more beef with 35 million fewer cattle. U.S. beef producers continue to lead the way as the most productive in the world. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. The choices our teens make on prom night can impact them for the rest of their lives. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Because vehicle accidents are a leading cause of brain and spinal cord injuries in our state, we have teamed up with the Mississippi Highway Patrol to show young adults the serious consequences of poor choices behind the wheel. To learn more or book a Please Return on Monday program at your school, please visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. That's mdrs.ms.gov. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our health care workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. Catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. 3, 2, 1. On Super Talk Mississippi. back everyone midday super talk mississippi don't forget coming up uh after the break at noon we've got super talk outdoors hosted by ricky matthews and joining us now dr dan edney he's the past president of the mississippi state medical association the chief medical officer central regional health officer for the mississippi state department of health dr edney thanks so much for coming on middays my pleasure. I always enjoy your show. Get to listen when I'm on the road. Appreciate that, radio. sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. So wanted to have you on to give us uh, kind of an update on where we stand with respect to the coronavirus, COVID-19, in the state of Mississippi. I, I caught a report last week that indicated that uh, cases nationwide have plummeted by some 50 percent, I think, since the second week or so of January. So I took that as good news. Are, are we kind of tracking with the rest of the nation, or it seems like maybe we're a little behind as sort of we were when the outbreak first started? Yeah, we we definitely are, Gerard. We're, we've hit a plateau Thankfully, we're off the horrible numbers where we were hitting 10,000 a day and now down more five, six, seven thousand new cases a day that are reported to the health department. Yeah. Of course, there are a lot of home tests that don't fall, fall into those numbers, so those are artificially low. 
but we're you know we're not going up anymore. We're clearly at plateau, and we're expecting just any day now to start coming down the backside of the, of the curve. What about uh, the pressure on our hospitals, Doctor Edney? That I mean, that's always been the paramount concern. I think we've moved into a, a period. It seems like now where that's a more meaningful metric and one that we need to be more concerned with than just the the uh, the number of cases as an absolute value. That's right. The main numbers that I'm tracking, uh, most importantly, are deaths. Those are okay. solid, real numbers, yes, and they're sir. still about 25 to, to 30 a day. Um, and then the hospitalization rate, which our hospitals are starting to catch the breath again. Okay. Uh, the numbers going into the hospital are better. Still a lot of people in the ICU and on vents, but at a manageable level for us. Our problem is the lack of staffing. Yeah. We're so short on hospital staff statewide. It, that's really making things worse than they need to be. Last data I saw suggested we are short some 3,000 nurses. Does that sound in the range? It is. That's about right. Uh, two years ago, we were, you know, maybe we were well under 1,000 open positions statewide, and now we're over 3,000 nursing positions and no one to fill them. And we're also short on respiratory therapists and other hospital staff. So that's... Uh, Unfortunately, Mississippi's healthcare economy just cannot keep up with Texas and Florida and California and the northeastern states, and they're they're hiring our nurses to go travel, yeah, work the short-term shifts, and it's hurting our our current hospitals in state. Yeah, I've heard the same from just friends that are are in uh, the healthcare industry, uh, physicians, um, chiefs of staff, chief medical officers. I mean, folks that are responsible for mm-hmm. the organizations, not just uh, more th- more than just their practice, their specific practice areas. And yeah, that it's it just seems like this has been a a, a daunting matter for some time. When are we going to get to some point of stability? How do we get to a point where we've got sufficient? Uh, number of uh, healthcare workers to service Mississippians. What do you think? Yeah, well, we've got to get, we've got to get to a more endemic level of this infection where we're not having these surges. This is the fifth wave that we've dealt with. That our saving grace with this one was the hospitalization rate was only two percent instead of eight percent, like it was with Delta. I don't know what we would have done if it been the same yeah. as Delta. And if the death rate had been the same as Delta, it had been uh, apocalyptic. Yeah. But thankfully, the death rate is much lower. The hospitalization rate is much lower. And the boosters are working. Yeah. So boosters clearly help those who are vaccinated. You, you still can get Omicron, but you will be much less likely to get sick and die from it. we got a couple so we've minutes got to left. get to a point where where we're stable, and then we can factor in what the long-term cost of COVID are going to be for us. Right now, we, every time we think we're ready, we get hit with another wave. Tell us about this town hall, the schedule for tomorrow, Dr. Edney. And I'll be part of that, George. It's an opportunity for the general public. It's a virtual town hall to hear, to hear from healthcare professionals around the state who are fighting COVID about what's going on and what we need to look for in the future. Okay, looking forward. That's 2.30 to 4 o'clock tomorrow. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Appreciate it. Dr. Dan Nedney has been our guest giving us an update on COVID. Thank you for coming on, Dr. Edney. Thank you for listening, too, sir. We'll talk to you soon. 
Thank you. Anytime. Thank you. Yes, sir. We're out of time here on Middays. we got Super Talk Outdoors coming up next with Ricky Matthews. But I'll be back in the studio tomorrow. I suspect Rhino coming back. He should be back as well. Until then, stay safe. God bless, everyone. Mississippi Media Production.